Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Tracy Murda with Future Tech Podcast, almost here around the corner technology. Today, I'm excited to have a special guest, Fernando Gutierrez of Dash. Welcome to uh, the show today, Fernando. I appreciate your time. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I was just saying, um, you know, we've obviously we've interviewed a lot of your counterparts. Uh, We love Dash. We love to learn and, and share the word and spread the word of Dash. So let's talk about your role and background with Dash, how you got started in this industry, and, and kind of fill me in a little bit on what it is that you do. Perfect. I got started in this industry um, a while ago. It was uh, I'm a big podcast consumer, so there is a podcast called Econ Talk that I used to listen, and I heard uh, Gavin Andresen uh, explaining Bitcoin somewhere, I think it was 2012 or something like that. I got really interested. I failed to invest to my prices prices spike at that time. I I said, this is obviously a bubble. I, I didn't really engage. And then sometime after that, I, I went back and I decided to engage more. This was 2014. I saw there were many other projects besides Bitcoin. And uh, I started researching. I, I found Darkcoin back then. Uh, it has mm-hmm. been like two or three months uh, out. And uh, I saw a few areas where I could contribute. Initially, uh, I'm a lawyer and an economist by, by training. So I saw a couple legal things that were worth investigating. I contacted a couple people um a couple of foundations and lawyers to consult with them. I prepared some information and then I contacted the, the main developer, Evan Duffield, and uh, I explained it, what I have found out. He, he got interested and then one thing led to another and and I was spending a lot of time on, on Dash um, doing all kinds of things because back then uh, there was no real uh, team or structure or anything, so uh, I could maintain a server, build a website, do legal research, community management, whatever was needed, uh, uh, me and some other people were were doing. With time, the team has become much more professional, professionalized, and and then uh, things are more, um, are usually done by by the people who know how to do them. And uh, I'm focusing more on, on legal, on support. We're building a support desk. And and also on, on general management issues, whenever something appears, uh, some of us who've been long time with with the project are in constant contact, and and we have weekly meetings, and, uh, and and we try to discuss every important topic, and and, and be uh, like the advisors to all the others uh, in in that group, and and that also takes a lot of time. Well, I, I definitely want to touch on, you know, some of the legalese and regulations and things like that, that I'm sure you are involved in watching on a daily basis. 
Uh, but I also wanted to just touch on a few of the, the new things that have come out. Obviously, you know, you did the, the Dash 12.1 update. Tell me a little bit about the update and what benefits it's bringing to users and what we should know about it. Well, from the user perspective, uh, it changes very little things. It's mostly work under the hood to get things prepared for what will be our real um, next innovation, which is evolution, which will bring ease of use to cryptocurrencies and, and some uh, features. Uh, Joshua, the other day, uh, when you interviewed him, um, he was in, in this podcast and he explained a bit more about that. So 12.1 has been mostly under the hood things. Um, and also a new piece of software we call Sentinel, which uh, lives apart from, from the wallet and, and can do several uh, things related to governance, but it's a bit technical and I'm not really uh, in, uh, into that part, so I would not dare to explain it uh, in full detail at the moment. Oh, sure, Basically, absolutely, it, it, yeah. will let us, it will let us uh, make our governance much more complex if we, if we chose to, but uh, that's not being used at the moment at its full potential. It's, it's been mostly preparing for evolution. Okay. And what can you tell me about evolution? I, I know we talked to Josh a little bit about that as well, of course. Um, what are your thoughts on evolution and what it's going to do for, for Dash users? Well, it will finally bring cryptocurrencies to uh, normal users in a re really easy way uh, because it will allow to really secure wallets, for example, but without the need to download the blockchain, which is a big hurdle. I mean, anyone who download, you need to download the wallet and then download the, the blockchain. It takes a lot of time. With Bitcoin, it's going to be days. With Dash, it's going to be hours. But it's it's a big, big problem. Uh, we will be able to get rid of that, but without sacrificing um, security. Uh, right now, you can use an SPV wallet um, with uh, most cryptocurrencies, but usually that. Uh, brings some compromises in security. If you don't have your own blockchain, you need to trust someone else copy and you need to connect to a server. With Evolution, you will be able to connect to a quorum of servers. This is a huge uh, advancement because you will be talking to a group of servers and then getting uh, the opinion of the majority of that group. And that's huge because you don't need to trust anyone. Uh, that group of servers you are connecting to are being selected. Let's say uh, it's it's a deterministic algorithm, but um, you can choose which servers you connect to. So it's really difficult to, well, it's impossible to tamper with because even if someone had one server in that group, uh, that that server would still not be the um, the leading uh, the the one who would give the information to your wallet. So the majority would rule, and that by itself is huge. Also, there will be, for those who want it, uh, you could use usernames because these long um, alphanumeric um, addresses are also quite uncomfortable to manage. Uh, it's much better if you if you can store uh, your friends in your wallet and send them money. If, if you choose to, you could always, obviously, uh, still use the, the old way. Uh, there will be easy integration for 
all kind of applications and, and partners um, and merchants will be able to integrate uh, that like they do PayPal this with some uh, code that you can paste on your website. Um, not like now, which is usually more difficult and you or you need to go through a third party a payment processor that will take a cut that will uh, have some I mean, you're putting a third party in, in, in the middle of the process. You will be able to interact directly with uh, the protocol without uh, needing that if you if you choose to in an easier way. Because right now, integrating any cryptocurrency directly into your backend is not an easy task. It's super time-consuming and it needs maintenance. Uh, so that kind of stuff will be possible in the future thanks to evolution. Uh, Ease of use is is, is is the main thing that we are uh, aiming for at the moment. And evolution is is still set to to be on track to come out this summer. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, but um, the first version will not have everything. We are talking mm-hmm. in an alpha with uh, bare bones functionality, and then we build on top of that. Time in software development uh, is uh, difficult to to get right. I'm not a developer. I'm not involved in that, so um, I can't um, confirm at this stage sure. any any date. But probably, uh, yeah, summer should be should be okay. Sure. Well, let's talk about some things that are are maybe more in your wheelhouse. Tell me about your position at Dash and, and what do you monitor? What are you doing from the legally side of things um, in terms of, you know, what are you out there to watch? Are you there to make sure things are compliant? And, and kind of what role is the government playing now and do you foresee coming down the line? Well, um, as a lawyer, I'm not really concerned about regulation at the moment. Uh, it may it may come eventually, but as a lawyer, I'm not really uh, concerned about regulation at the moment. Uh, cryptocurrencies are much more difficult to regulate than what people imagine um, because it's the internet. I mean, regulation is uh, location-based and cryptocurrencies are not. So the most regulation can do is regulate businesses involved in cryptocurrencies, which is a lot, and they can put a lot of hurdles, and, it, and that's a big problem for many businesses. And in the U.S., we've seen uh, the bid licensing in New York making things really complicated for for businesses there, and that only stops businesses from working uh, in in New York. Uh, besides that, we are um, in contact with uh, some entities around that area. We are giving our input because even if they are going to do it, at least have some uh, good information and do a decent regulation, not not as bad as it's been done in some places, but that's not my main concern. Um, because, I mean, governments have tried to regulate many things on the internet, and I mean, let's talk about piracy on the internet. It's illegal everywhere. It, it can't be stopped. It's not that easy. Um, also, regarding uh, legal aspects, uh, where I, I'm more concerned is about the legal implications for everyone involved in the network, be, be it the developer, be it uh, master node operator, miners, that kind of stuff uh, is more 
concerning sometimes because you are talking with individuals spread around the world and you need to be sure that they are not putting themselves at risk. So we are working on some legal structures to mostly organize development around around that so everyone is protected and can work on a safer way and be compliant with regulations everywhere. So I know that sounded really broad, but I can't give really much details on, on that because... Yeah, no, I completely understand. I completely understand. Is there any sort of, um, you know, real use case that you can share in terms of what it is that you do or what it is that you're looking out for with Dash that, you, you know, that is something open to the public to know? Let me think. Um, <laughs> Without getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some cases of I'm, I'm reviewing sometimes relations with partners. Sometimes they require some uh, contract signed and that kind of stuff. Not really life or death matter. But um, besides that, I can, I can't say much of how we are perfecting ourselves legally without opening. Right. Um, attack vectors on 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 the organization. Yep, I to- totally get you. No problem. So, what is it that you think that makes Dash so powerful and so successful? I mean, it's really it's what one of the second or third most popular cryptocurrencies out there right now, and I'm sure on its way up even further. I think what makes us really popular is that. People see that we care about users and we care about different functionalities that users require. All the projects usually focus just on one thing, be it security, like Bitcoin, all resources are put into mining or more resources. That brings a lot of security, but ease of use, not so much. Convenience for for peer-to-peer payments, not so much. Scalability, it's more difficult. Uh, Other Projects focus on, I would say, anonymity, and they make really good case of anonymous uh, payments with really advanced cryptography, uh, and we don't do that uh, like them, but we provide full fungibility, which is what we believe that most people are concerned about, that all units of your money are the same. They, they, are, they are untainted because they were used or they can be traced to something else in the past. And, and you can have financial privacy because when you mix your funds, you put a firewall there and people can't trace farther than that. So we give people privacy and fungibility and, and that's good. We also have, I, I said that other projects focus on, on security and we have really high hash rates. It's been growing a lot. We have ASICs developed for, for our mining algorithm. So we are good there. We don't have as much as Bitcoin, but putting all resources in security, that only brings you a fraction uh, of improved security. The law of diminishing returns. You don't get double security by investing double. You only get maybe 10% more security. So in the end, it doesn't make any sense to put all your resources in security. Uh, we are also working on on ease of use, which very few projects uh, have thought about. And, and the fact that proves that is that cryptocurrency still is a really, really small niche for a few nerds on the internet. And we don't have really 
mainstream uses of any cryptocurrency, and we want to do that. And also people in the space, I think that respect us and make us, we are a popular project because they see um, a project that is well managed because we have a governance system in place that let us make changes and adapt the project to whatever is needed. It's not a fixed system that will generate a huge discussion for the smallest change, like we see in other projects. In our case, there's a system in place that also can fund the development and projects around the project, um, which is which is huge because um, if not, you need to have developers working for private companies with their own interest. If the project can self-fund, then it's absolutely independent and the people working on it can only focus on what's best for the network and, and the protocol in itself, not the company they are working for. So I think people see all that and see the, that we have the complete package. We have the functionalities, we have the governance, and, and there's a lot of people working around that. And I think we are the upcomer, and I think this, this has just started. I mean, we are around $500 million in market cap, uh, but I'm not happy at all with that. I think that we're going to be much bigger, not so uh, far along. I think we have many things in the store that will make us grow a lot in, in the near future. Dash obviously has, you know, you've delivered a lot of firsts in the market. What are, are there anything that are kind of on the, the burners and maybe coming, you know, down the pipeline that you can talk about and share with, with our listeners? Well, Dash is the platform. Um, um, we are focusing on, on having a powerful platform that you can use easily. And mm -hmm. for me, when people say there needs to be a, a killer app for cryptocurrencies to to appeal to masses, I say, no, you, we already have that killer app. It's payments. I mean, everyone does payments every day. If we make that easy, if people understand the importance of taking control of your finances and having good money, not fiat money that governments can um, devaluate by printing new money. Uh, once, they, once people understand that, and then you have a system which is really, really easy to use that gives you all the convenience that right now fiat gives you, because right now using dollars or euros is much easier than using any cryptocurrency. But if we make it as easy as it is with them, and, and then the promise of good money is, is understood, that's what that's what you know, so our, our our first will be making it really easy and that's what all the development team is working on and and once that is is out that's that's gonna set us apart from everyone we, we've we've done many first as as you said that fungibility in the protocol was first x eleven our mining algorithm was the first instant transactions and our two tier network uh, are first. And real ease of use will be our next first. And and that, I believe, is the one that will make the true difference and, and will really finally bring cryptocurrencies to, to a much broader audience 
in the next question I have for you is you can say, Hey, I have no idea. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> okay. um, in, the, in February dash debuted on, you know, the, on the BitMEX exchange. Um, yeah. In my opinion, just giving it more, you know, power, more credibility and username. What do you think, or what did you see on your end as far as um, how that, you know, debut kind of pushed you all forward a little bit more? Well, access to to Dash is really important, and and and, and being on Bitfinex is 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 great uh, because they have a broad uh, use base. But they are not the only big ones uh, that uh, have adopted Dash. In fact, yesterday, uh, Kraken, uh, which is also huge, uh, announced or uh, started trading Dash, and just like twenty hours ago from from this interview. Um, and, and I'm sure there will be more as as the coin is more popular, more exchanges will want to trade Dash because because their users ask for it. So right now we have um, those two, which are really big Bitcoin exchanges with really broad uh, user bases trading Dash for fiat, which is also really important. Not only have markets with Bitcoin, we have with with Fiat, both in Bitfinex and, and in Kraken. And also we still have uh, Poloniex, which is huge. And I think we, we have a quite good um, exchange footprint at the moment. In your experience with Dash so far, I mean, I'm sure you've seen users either switching from Bitcoin over to Dash um, or just adding Dash as well. Why do you think some users are kind of pulling away from Bitcoin a little bit, maybe, and looking to Dash for you know their new needs. I think instant transactions is our current killer feature because mm. you can have a transaction confirmed in a second, and it can be reverted, and 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 it's quite cheap. And you compare that to Bitcoin, which at the moment. It's quite expensive because blocks are quite full and it takes long to confirm. And you need that confirmation in the block to be sure there are not going to be double spends because uh, even Bitcoin developers have demonstrated how easy it is to do a double spend. It will not always succeed, but even if it only succeeds in a fraction of the times, so that, that's a huge risk for, for a merchant. So I think that ease of Ease of use in the end. It's it's not the ease of use I'm I'm talking about with evolution, which is more on the UX uh, side. But in the end, you can use your money cheaply, fast. Um, that that that's very big. That's something that I think our users value a lot. In fact, we've done in the past analysis of how many people were uh, using InstantX versus normal transactions, and it was huge. I, I don't have an updated number, but. It's it's a big part of the network doing instant transactions, and in fact, that uh, exchange I told you about before, Kraken, um, has integrated Dash with instant transactions. And I just tested it yesterday, and you have your deposit credited in your exchange in an average of a minute and something because uh, they just wait for a block. Because when when there's a, an instant transaction, I don't know if you know well how that works. But basically, when you send an instant transaction, a quorum of servers of masternodes check the transaction. If the transaction is okay because the funds have not been spent before, then they create what we call a lock, and those funds can be spent. So at that time, 
that that provides the same security as as five confirmations. And then in the next block, it will be included. And then it's like six confirmations. This is usually the the, the industry standard for absolute irre, irreversibility, if that word even exists. And this exchange has checked our protocol. They've, they've liked what they've seen. And then they've integrated in transactions. So you send with instant with instant an instant payment to to the exchange, and they created your account at the first block. They happen every two point five minutes. So on average, on one point two or two or three minutes, you have your deposit traded, and you can start trading. And then you can withdraw the same way. You can choose to have an instant withdrawal, and then it takes about a block to to get your funds back. That's really important because in the end, exchanges are third-party services, and you don't want your money stored there. So if you are going to buy uh, some coins, you send the money, you get the coins, you get the hell out of there. Um, <laughs> even those, even those uh, really great serious exchanges, you lose control of your funds. So unless you are a trader and you know what you are doing and you know what risks you are taking, I always I always tell users, store the funds yourself. Uh, we've seen a long history of of exchanges in in this industry hacked and people losing their funds. So this ability to go in and out so fast that's amazing. That that's simply amazing. And and that happens also for payments. You you, you can uh, I can send you dash and you you have it in your wallet in seconds. That's that's not something that other projects can can give you with that level of security and and, and ease. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know that's, that's a lot of the reason I think a lot of our listeners go to Dash. Is there anything else that is brewing out there that you could tell our listeners about, you know, before we bid you adieu today? Yeah. The biggest thing that is happening right now is the expansion of the people involved with the project. Because of the recent price increase, the budget that is available to fund projects within the the network has expanded dramatically. So this has gone a few months ago. Um, the team was smaller. We were all receiving small salaries, or we call it tokens of appreciation, because they were just a few hundred bucks uh, per month. Um, and recently. Uh, this price increase has allowed us to move to market rate salaries and and hire new people. So right now we are hiring like crazy, uh, new developers, new support staff, and and that is gonna change the speed uh, we move at mm-hmm. and the professionalization of, of of the team because we are able finally to afford people. Who usually would not go into a cryptocurrency project because in in, in this industry early comers have a huge advantage because um, you get your coins when they are really cheap and then you have a big incentive to work for them to appreciate. But what happens with someone that discovers the pre- the project later on? They don't have a real incentive to contribute unless they can have a, a market pay job and then that people can make a contribution to the project. So that's what's happening right now. We are hiring 
The last month we had a proposal to expand. I think it was like 20 people uh, to add 20 people to the team. That's huge. That's something that, that will huge. set us apart. Yeah. And and we have a human resource uh, consultant to help us with, with all these processes. We are creating structures and, and processes because finally we are able to do what we were dreaming we could do. But this recent price increase has allowed us to do that. We have, at the moment, there's available um, every month, I think it's like 6,000 coins uh, for for projects. That's uh, $3 million for, for projects around, around Dash. And everyone can submit a proposal and and get funded, obviously. Uh, if they are not known or the project doesn't bring any any value to the network, it's not gonna be, get voted, and all those all that money is not going to the um, to the development team. Uh, but I mean, there there there's real money there, and and we can really advance uh, at a really really high. High pace that we were not able to. That is, by the way, I, I don't know how I multiplied before. It's around a half a million a month, but it's still a lot of money. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I was dreaming with the price I see in my in my mind, um, but it's still it's a lot of money. And, uh, we can pay a lot of people uh, real salaries. We can uh, help support integrations. So things are going to happen in, in a much faster pace because of this. Uh, this. These last few months have been amazing, and and I think the difference is gonna be seen all the time. In fact, we are announcing great integrations all the time. Just a couple of days ago, also uh, the Blog Cipher API. This is a company that has an API that many Bitcoin-related uh, businesses use, so they don't have to have a huge infrastructure. Uh, Blog Cipher is working now with Dash. Uh, and, and that's going to bring a lot of new businesses uh, that are going to be launching all the time. Um, a, a couple of them was, were announced in the last few days, and, and many more will be uh, coming on a, on a constant basis. And all this is because of that. So um, even though I don't like to talk about the internals of the project for the user, mm-hmm. because the user doesn't see that, uh, I really like to talk about features and functionality. It, our users at the moment are more into the project because this is it's really small at the moment. And also, they are going to see something. They are going to see much more uses for their coins. Uh, they are going to see they can buy uh, things they couldn't buy before. They can do things they couldn't do before uh, because all those companies that already exist on the Bitcoin ecosystem, some of them, others will be able to exist because of the different features that does have. All those things are going to come to fruition much faster and are going to be happening on a constant basis because because we have those funds to, to make that possible. Well, Fernando, I appreciate all of your insight and your information and your time today. I know you're a busy guy. Um, we look forward to you know continuing to keep a watchful eye on, on what it is that you're all doing at Dash and seeing the evolution come out this summer is going to be very exciting. So I'm sure we'll be back to another one of your team members or one of you again. Um, I appreciate your time today, Fernando Gutierrez of Dash. Thank you so much, and I, I wish you a wonderful day. Thank you for having me. It's been really nice talking to you.
Thanks so much, Fernando. Have a good one. You too. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.